counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first visit, it's really great to have you here. So how are you today? Now I'm actually recording this really early on a Sunday morning, and I'm really enjoying the peace and quiet. So I'm sitting here, I'm watching the sun come up, and it's making me realise actually just how much we change over time, because there was a time that I would never be up so early, even on a weekday, let alone on a Sunday. So yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I've also just fed the birds. I can see the bird feeder. I've got two bird feeders now outside of my window. And I love to feed them. I love to, really, I want to have beautiful birds come in and little robins and blue tits. But what I tend to get is pigeons and starlings. And starlings are basically just thugs that swoop down and squabble and eat everything and fly off again. But I don't really mind. I just like any birds to come and I I just love to see them. Anyway, what am I going to talk about today? Well, I'm going to talk about how At the start of a new year, it usually means that we're in the mood for a little bit of goal setting and we're focused on the possibilities of the year ahead. And one of the things that people do is choose a word for the year. So a word to give you focus for both your personal and your business life. And I actually did a podcast on choosing a word of the year to help you to set your intention for the year. And I'll put the link to that in the show notes if you want to go and take a listen. So today's podcast is all about the power of words. So we're not talking just about the ones we use to inspire ourselves. We're going to look at the ones that we use in our marketing messages because the words that we use in our marketing is powerful. Using the right words are going to draw people to you. The wrong words are going to push people away. So it's important to really have a good think about what it is that you're going to say. And what this means in practice is that using counsellor words, so the sorts of words that we use, so the sorts of words that people who aren't counsellors won't necessarily easily understand, otherwise known as psychobabble, using those sorts of words will create a disconnect. And obviously that's the opposite of what we want. So let's have a think about why this is. So I want to invite you to just put yourself in the shoes of someone that's looking for some help because they feel anxious or because they've got low self-esteem. How are they likely to be feeling when they sort of embark on their journey into counselling? Well, I would say that they're probably feeling quite scared, pretty anxious, a little bit unsure. They're probably even feeling a bit stupid that they can't figure this out themselves or a bit embarrassed. And, you know, people often come to counselling not feeling brilliant about it, do they? So they're looking for help and they see a directory entry or a website or something else and they see words that they don't really recognise or understand. Just consider for a moment what impact that might have. Well, it might make the person decide against counselling. It might make them have second thoughts about it. 
or it might make the client see you in the position of expert, which of course, this is not what we're looking for in the counselling room. You want to be on an equal footing with your clients as much as possible. So no matter which modality you use, the therapeutic alliance is vital in the counselling room. So you can start to take steps to form that connection with potential clients from the first time that they encounter you, simply by the language that you choose to use in your marketing. Now, the truth is, it's really easy to unwittingly cause a disconnect with the words that we use, because they're words that we commonly use all the time. So words like humanistic, Words like attachment or attachment theory or integrative or person-centered. These are words that we use. We know what they mean, but other people don't. And think about the words that we use to describe the issues that people bring to us. Now, take the word trauma, for example. For many people, if you say trauma, people would think of things like soldiers returning from a conflict. So if you say that you work with trauma and PTSD, they might disregard you because they don't associate the struggles that they have with trauma. So if you're talking about trauma, you could be accidentally alienating people who wouldn't identify their issues as being trauma-related. So look to use words that are more like the definition of the counsellor words that we use. So in the case of trauma, the definition of trauma is deeply distressing or disturbing experience. So instead of saying in our blogs, in our social media posts, that we help people dealing with trauma, we could say that we're here to help people sort through their personal distressing or disturbing experiences. Or you could say something like, did something happen in your past that's still having a negative impact on you? Or has something happened in your life that you just can't move on from? So can you see how much more relatable these statements are for somebody that's going to be reading that? And this is something to be aware of and to keep working on. So let's talk about how to find some of these alternative words and phrases to use in our marketing. Because you might be thinking, well, you know what, Jane, that's all very well. How do I find out what sort of words my potential clients might relate to? And, you know, it's a good point. But actually, as a counsellor with your active listening skills, it's going to come pretty simply to you because that's what it's about. It's all about actively listening to how people describe what they're going through. And you can do this in lots of different ways. So, probably the best way is to really listen to your clients when they talk about their problems. What are the words that they actually use? What are the phrases that they use? And I would suggest that you especially listen to people on that initial session, whether you call it an initial session or an assessment session, but the first time that they sit in a counselling room with you or possibly on the phone or, you know, online or wherever. Listen to how they describe what brought them to you, because the chances are you're going to say to them, okay, what, what's bringing you to counselling? Really listen to what it is they say. Really listen to how they describe that, because they're probably not going to say something like, well, I've got a low self-esteem, but they might say that they feel invisible or they don't feel valued. And then after they've gone, note them down. This is all golden stuff. Also, listen to, you know, 
listen to things in everyday life, like what terms do your friends or family use to describe these issues? So when you're having a chat with them, keep a mental note of the words they use. So if they're feeling a bit down about something, or if they're going through struggles with a partner, if they're feeling anxious, what are the words that they use to describe what's going on for them? And again, really keep an eye on this in all sorts of different ways. So what sort of terms are being used on TV and in films? So, for example, if a character in a soap is struggling with something, what are the terms that are used? What do they say? You know, really have a good listen because this is going to inform you so that you can use this in your marketing. And have a look at social media as well. You know, what terms are being used on social media? What are other people using? So check out people like coaches that are in a similar niche to you or wellness professionals and see what terms they're using as well and see if you can get some ideas there. So let's take self-esteem as an example. Now, people probably don't say, do you know what? I'm sick of my self-esteem because you just don't do you. That's, That's just not what you say. But they might talk about how a lack of confidence is holding them back or how they feel anxious because they just don't feel comfortable in situations or they might talk about how they feel invisible or not heard or not seen or not valued. So imagine that you're a potential client looking for some help because you've got a low self-esteem and you see on a website or a directory entry is lack of confidence holding you back. That's going to make your ears prick up, isn't it? Or you might say something like, Do you often feel guilty even though you've done nothing wrong? Or do you find you're constantly saying sorry even though you've done nothing wrong? Or do you ever feel invisible like nobody notices you? Or are you your own biggest critic? Or is a lack of confidence keeping you small? Or do you sometimes feel like people take advantage of your kind nature but struggle to say no? So can you see how people will find those sorts of statements more relatable than just saying, do you struggle with a low self-esteem? And can you see how if somebody's looking for some help, they're going to be more likely to choose you because you're demonstrating that you really understand what it is that they're going through. So what do you do when you have these words and phrases? Well, here's what I do, and I highly recommend you do it too. I have a place I record these. I actually use Trello. Trello is a free kind of management system um, online. It's really, really good. But basically, you just need to have a place that you can record these. So it could be a notebook or a Google document or just the notes function on your phone. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Whatever's best and most convenient to you. And then what you do is when you hear a word or a phrase that you know people are going to relate to, you can just note it down. And then you can use these in all aspects of your marketing. You can use it on your website, in directory entries, social media bios. But also these are going to give you some inspiration about what to write about on social media, what to write about in your blogs as well. So it's a bit of a double whammy there. So keep an eye out for commonly used words and phrases and use them and you're going to be instantly more relatable. So let's just remind ourselves why this is so important. Well, it's because the therapeutic relationship is, of course, key in all modalities. The quality of the therapeutic relationship is paramount. 
a good therapeutic relationship can bring about better outcomes for the client and quicker results. And the beauty is that you can start this therapeutic relationship from before the client even contacts you, from within the marketing that you put out. So when somebody lands on your website and you're talking about the issues that they're struggling with in the language that they use, you're going to come across as relatable and you're naturally going to stand out because they're going to recognize that you'll be a good choice for them. They'll be able to imagine sitting with you and feeling comfortable sharing their story and being understood. It's powerful stuff, isn't it? And this is just through just through the words that you're using. Now, if you're listening to this and you're a member of the Grow Your Private Practice membership, you'll find the worksheets to work through your alternative words in your client blueprint that's in the foundation section of the membership site. And if you're not a member yet and you want to do more work to make sure that you don't get caught up in the psychobabble trap, which let's face it is really easy, I've put a link in the show notes to come and join the Grow Your Private Practice membership and you can start working on your content marketing with the Grow Your Private Practice community. Now, that's it really. So today we've taken a look at the power of words that we use within our marketing. We've explored the negative impact of using counsellory words aka psychobabble. We've looked at the importance of creating connection with our potential clients. We've looked at how to find alternative, more relatable words to use. And we've had a look at some examples of how this might actually look in practice. And we've also really looked at how using these relatable words within marketing is going to help you to attract more clients and bring better results. So, I really hope that you found this useful because words are powerful. So make sure that you use them to your advantage. And just remember, if you need more help creating a clear message, everything you need is inside the Grow Your Private Practice membership. So look, don't struggle on alone. Come and join us. And I'd really love to know your thoughts about this podcast. So please let me know. Come and connect with me. The best place to connect with me is either on LinkedIn. So if you search for Jane Travis, just remember that it's Jane without a Y. Or come and connect with me on Instagram and you'll find me at Grow Your Private Practice. And remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Okay, all that's left to say now is have an absolutely fantastic week. And I look forward to speaking to you again very soon take care bye-bye thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this then please subscribe to the show and while you're there i'd love it if you could leave me a big shiny five-star review bye